But I'm also just like hyper libertarian in the sense that I'm a radical individualist. Yeah. Like I will not participate in collectivism at all. Like I treat individuals as individuals. I don't care if they're a BLM protester or an anti-fascist person or a fucking proud boy or anything. I'm going to engage with you as an individual one-on-one. And then I'm going to decide from there if this is someone I can work with, is someone I don't want to work with, but they're okay, or is this somebody I'm going to end up getting a fist fight with? What's going on, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of Winner Gets Nothing's Trash Talks. Joining me this week, we have Magnus Panvidya. What's going on, man? I uh, So, I saw the clip. I'm going to put... You know what? I'll just put the clip right up front. This is uh, this is the first time I saw you. This is uh, what got you some national attention, I'd say. We'll play it right here. LM, Antifa, Boogaloo, and right-wing militias, they are the antibodies not the disease that is destroying our country. The disease is a country run by two corrupt political parties that do not care about you. So deeply incestuous with corporations that they are indistinguishable from each other. A government that spent six months debating whether to give their own people $600, but only 24 hours to unanimously agree to give billions of dollars to foreign tyrannical governments and corporations. A government that has bombed villages overseas my entire life for my supposed safety here. This is a call for unity. For all of American people that realize the true threat against us to come together. For every mother mourning the ch- or children that was killed by police. For every business crushed down by state lockdowns. For every broken soldier sent to fight wars that have no point. This is our last chance to avoid either a tyrannical civil a tyrannical government or a bloody and pointless civil war among American people who do not have that much against each other and have more in common than they realize. And a message to the government. We come in peace. We do not intend to commit violence. But I am pleading with you, with tears in my eyes and cracks in my voice, if you continue to oppress the American people, they will remain rational no longer. Thank you. What do you mean by that? Yeah, so... uh... It was. Uh, it's a pretty good speech, man. It's. Uh, it's really. It's inspiring, and it's. Uh, it's a call to unity when uh, everything seems really divided. You know. Yeah, and I mean, like things do seem really divided, but at the same time, there's more like unity movement and anti-state movement going on than people realize. So that was kind of like what was already going on got thrown in front of the entire world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's. Uh, yeah. People are just waking up to it. I think everybody had a lot of time to think during the pandemic i become a lot more uh like i i had already started dabbling in uh like libertarian or uh you know just anti-authoritarian ideas before the pandemic but it really gave me time to work through these ideas and stuff i was kind of like a soft conservative at the beginning of this oh boy. I, I know so many people that have gone full anarchist so. i'm on my way <laughs> heck yeah i'm all about it i have i have, I have an ever-growing list of people that i get to admit to being anarchist so it's really great yeah no i don't have a, i don't have a problem admitting that i mean definitely it, it seems like the way to go i you know a lot of people think it's such a scary word but when you really look into what it's about it's it's kind of the most sane mindset i've ever heard of 
yeah, I mean, just the crazy idea of if people are so bad, then we shouldn't give people power over other people. Yeah, it, it <laughs> sounds kind of reasonable when you put it that way, uh, but I don't know. A lot of people don't get it. Like, I, I was actually just an hour before this having a conversation with somebody. He's, uh, I, I, he's probably a Trump guy. I don't know. Um, but he, uh, yeah, he's saying he's saying that, like, uh, you know, everybody thinks the same thing when they hear anarchy, and that's what they think about you. You know, they got an idea in their head. I'm like, well, we're trying to change that idea. Like, we're trying to go out of our way to show people that it, it's it's not chaos, which is what gets in most people's heads when they hear anarchy, because it they think no rules. It's no rulers. It's no one's in charge yeah, of you. It's it's no laws. It's not that there's no rules. There's just no yeah. laws. Exactly. Yeah, but I mean, difference between those two things, obviously. So. Yeah, like uh, I mean, with libertarians specifically, I mean, they adhere to like the non-aggression principle and things like that. So. I mean, those are like structural rules for how to exist um, in a society around other people and not, uh, I don't know, be an asshole, really. But um, no no laws that you wouldn't be, like, you wouldn't be uh, compelled to do anything, you know? Be, these are voluntary choices. No one's going to put a gun to you. Oh, sorry. And, and the main thing is, like, consent. Like, it doesn't even matter what the system is, whether it's a democracy or a republic or anything like that, it can still be anarchist as long as you have the option to opt out at any point. Yeah, and th and that's what, I, I, what I'm aiming for because there's a lot of things that go on in my current life right now. I, li I live in Massachusetts. I don't agree to everything that uh, my dollars are going towards, but I don't have a choice either. Like, it's just, it's ripped right from my paycheck forcibly, day one, whether or not I agree with what they're spending you're it on. You're paying for those bombs, you're paying for those cops, you're paying for those laws, no matter what you do. Yeah, not interested. <laughs> opt out, that's my big thing. Opt out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I, don't, I no longer give consent, you can't. Yeah. You can't do anything. Yeah, really, I mean, and, uh, and, and consent is kind of a good way to put it. Like, people, people think of it as just no order but it's it's really it's it's more order than we have now it's it's actually checking if people are agreeing to what they're forced to do i mean i, I consider it more chaotic to just throw people whichever direction you you view in your best image just because you have some power you know yeah whoever has the biggest sticker is the most popular controls everybody else yeah it's not fun but uh not, not very free not not free at all <laughs> I, uh, let me see some things. You know what? Uh, so one of the things, this guy I was actually just talking to, he put this in my head earlier, of the image that anarchists have. Like, people smear people, uh, like, all these different groups. Like, in your speech that uh, I played earlier, you talk about Black Lives Matter, you talk about Antifa, you talk about uh, Boogaloo Boys. I don't think you mentioned uh, Proud Boys, but they might fall into, like, I don't know if you agree with that. I don't know. They might fall into a similar group of just... I, I, have, I, have, I have personal... With them. That's the thing. Okay, yeah, yeah. So that's why I put the caveat of you might yeah. not agree with that. I, I I couldn't remember if you mentioned them or not. But I think they're part of the same thing. They, they rise up as a reaction, kind of, to a problems that are coming from elsewhere. Yeah. Like, they're a, yeah, they're a symptom of an ongoing problem, you know? And, and people don't really realize that. And there's a ton of, like, normalcy bias as well. Where yeah. people are just like, it's so crazy that all these people are running around and, and what's happening, I don't understand. It's like, have you not looked outside? Yeah. Like in the last year, you know? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it, it, dude, I didn't think it was coming for me. Like when all those, uh, when the summer protests were going on, I, just, I don't know why. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's somewhere else. That's, that's not happening here. They were at the top of my blog and I fucking panicked because <laughs> I just seen all the I mean, things I've, get smashed. But what? 
Yeah, I mean, I've been, I've had guns pulled on me. I've had friends that have been shot at. Uh, I had a friend yeah. in Louisville that had flashbangs thrown out of helicopters at them. Yeah, you've been, you've been everywhere. You've been in all the things. Yeah. How, how many of these things have you uh, attended? Uh, I think I'm up to like 10 now. 10? Yeah. That's nothing compared to some people. Like, uh, I know like my guys in Louisville have like 100 days plus like every day. Yeah, I mean, you start to see like uh, main characters in these kind of things. You see some like pop-ups like in a lot of videos in different parts of the country. Absolutely. Yeah. But um, I mean that's uh that takes a lot of time. I mean uh, how much time do you uh, spend on like going to these things? Like what? I mean everything related to the movement. Uh, yeah. Enough to make me very broke. And the movement being <laughs> just for anyone that doesn't know. For, yeah, for the Boogaloo movement. Yeah, the Boogaloo movement. You want to explain something about that? What, what's Boogaloo so, yeah, about? Uh, it's kind of very similar to the anonymous movement and like the Guy Fox mask and all that. Mm -hmm. To where it's a decentralized anti-government kind of movement but this one's way more militant and armed it's definitely libertarian and anarchist kind of idea that's kind of come out of this this recent ongoings in the country and kind of people getting really frustrated and sick of what's going on and just kind of looking for something different yeah yeah exactly um i mean because really how, how what, what would you describe the current like state of the country as like uh, pre-collapse pre-collapse okay that's <laughs> yeah. a good way all right this is the fall of the roman empire at this point we just have wi-fi this time <laughs> seriously hey that's a good thing though i mean that's keeping the communication channels open so people are able to figure out more what's going on it's not just talking to your neighbors who might honestly disagree with you you know you right. gotta you got a lot more people to reach out to and see what's really going on out there like um well go ahead oh yeah absolutely and just kind of you see all the kind of hallmarks of it with the political system, like how we have sub double digit approval for our government and yet they continue to get elected. Like the elections are called into question every single one. The money supply is all, all over the place. There's extreme domestic issues, yet we're still involved in every fucking country on the planet. So like Yeah, no, it's kinda of ridiculous. It really it doesn't our our government doesn't really represent the people at all. I mean, you're saying it, it's two, apparently, just a little over, out of 10 people, a, any group you ask, is going to, or I'm sorry, eight out of 10 people will disagree with what they're doing, and yet, by no choice of our own, money's taken from us and used to fund these projects. It's insane. And they'll, they'll take their favorite thing to do now, because they'll never be able to get this money otherwise, is that they'll take these omnibus bills and all these like pork fat bills and make it to where it's something we desperately need in the moment and then just attach a bunch of bullshit seriously <laughs> like what, what did they say it would have been ten thousand dollars per uh or was it more uh, i think it was broke down to ten thousand dollars per american citizen and they promised us two they gave us six then 14 then Maybe I, I don't know if it's up in the air. Like half but, the people it would apply to out of it. And exactly. Changing it. And, and I've it's, never gotten any of mine. You never got any. The first one. Yeah. Hey, same thing. Same thing. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's the noise we're making or <laughs> because it seems to be a lot of people that uh, yeah. seem to be similarly minded that aren't getting theirs. And I I mean, uh, I don't try to get that conspiratorial. I, I mean, I their government they fuck up. But because I eventually got mine, but I had to wait till my taxes and everything. I, I didn't get shit for a long time. Yeah, I've still got mine. And I'm very conspiratorial because I've been banned off of, like, the entire internet, so. Yeah, I mean, it. you put that one. How quick did it happen? How quick did it happen? Oh, same after? day. Same day. 
Same wow. thing with Facebook, Uber Eats, Etsy, Instagram, uh, PayPal, Google, and a couple more that I always forget a couple. Oh, yeah. cool. I might be um, uh, ruining everything for myself right now. <laughs> cool. Sweet. <laughs> hey, you're, you're speaking to one of the most top 10 dangerous people of 2020, don't you know? Yeah, dude. Top tier list. I mean, seriously. I'm about it. You know what? Whatever. Uh, hopefully... Uh, <laughs> Hopefully I get like uh, somewhere in the soft like 60s. <laughs> right? It's so surreal. Just by hosting like you. <laughs> wild imposter syndrome all the time. I do not understand how the hell this all happened. So, I mean, they, they ban you from all these things. Uh, where else has it like affected you? I mean, what, what else have they come for? That's oh, it crazy. killed my business. Yeah. 100%. Because uh, before this, I traveled around to festivals and sold like painted like wall decorations and like lawn ornaments and stuff like that. Just kind of mm. like a, a roaming you know oh so etsy kind of thing yeah, yeah so that i the lockdown ruined that and then when i got oh. banned off of facebook instagram and etsy yeah I was even like, well i'm just fucking unemployed now shit let's well, uh that's rough <laughs> damn i mean i i a lot of uh my friends and stuff i like I, I look at them like people who talk about this like a lot of them are cooks and stuff they work in these small jobs i wonder how much they can like come for people and it sounds like you know, you're working for yourself and they still find a way to get to you. I mean, of course, you need to use these um, these tech companies. You know what? That's actually, that's something I wanted to get into because I saw you did a video in the car a while ago about this is something people really need to understand is these tech companies that are all talking to each other like Facebook, Google, and not just with each other, but with, you know, all the alphabet boys, all the uh, different organizations and working hand in hand with them like Google giving information of like, um, you know, people search histories and all these other yeah, things. And yeah. I mean, there's tons of conspiracy if you go into it of like the foundation and the people that were originally in a lot of these companies are mm -hmm. CIA spooks, particularly Google. Google is like a fucking government agency. From the very beginning, it had all these intelligence agencies involved in it. But even outside of that, like they'll do typical lobbyist shit where they'll go and be like, hey, we'll donate you know, a thousand dollars to your campaign if you talk good about us and we'll ban all your political opponents. Yeah. And that happens all the time. They have money just slushing around in all the politics. And we saw that with that uh, article of the secret cabal that affected the American elections. Yeah. Straight up with it. like, And yeah, they're we bragging. Out, yeah. We were hanging out with Mark Zuckerberg and, and like making sure that Joe Biden won. And it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, I, I th that's what blew my mind. Will though. Turn around yeah. and be like, "Oh, it's a private company." Yeah, that Fuck, no, it isn't. You really knocked that. You really not helped knock that out of my mind. It was already like teetering. I've heard several other arguments against that and stuff, but you really like knocked it out of the park with. Uh, I mean that uh, that little speech you gave in the car. Like I, the third it, thing know. I ever said to Jimmy Dore is, "We have a department of Facebook. We have a department of Google. Yeah, like they're they're essentially government agencies. Yeah, on top of the fact that like." your tax dollars go to them often with these contractor deals with these bailouts with these exclusive rights like you see a lot the dod will contract google for like artificial intelligence and shit like that and pay them you know it'll be like a two trillion dollar with google and it's fucking all dod money which is your money and yeah. then that same company will turn around and delist your website and be like well we're a private company yeah, seriously, your tax dollars are going to end your business. It's insane. Yeah. Like, yeah. And that's I, why it is, it is fascist because it's the merger of the state and the government. Well, yeah. I mean, the corporations and the government. What's that? What you got going on there? Uh, <laughs> air purifier because I'm about to smoke. Oh, yeah, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> uh, so, um, 
Yeah, no, they, they really, they don't operate like private businesses at that point. Like in a truly free market, which, I mean, we're nowhere near, you wouldn't have this issue. You would have competition. You would have people that could push this out. And you wouldn't have some other big body, a you know, the government, picking winners. You just don't have those options in a truly free market. And I I don't understand. Like, like I, I have arguments. Really be, there wouldn't be billionaires in a free market. Because Probably unless not. you, like, invented, like, a pill that made you slim, sexy, and cured cancer, like, there's no product, really, that would get you to that level without mm. market interference and the government making sure that your competition never gets up there. Yeah. Because we've watched Amazon and, like, you know, Facebook and Google and all these legislate and destroy their opposition so often. Yeah. Like you saw Patreon come up and then every Patreon competitor got like knocked out, like smear pieces written by them and just kind of taken off the market. Yeah. No, it's it, it really is like you see it without like just Parler tried to pop up just a few what, a month ago. They got completely shut down. And and that's that's the thing is they're like, oh, it's a private business. You don't have to go there. Yeah, but it's not really the same thing when you shut down every other option available. We have to go to you. It's now mandatory. It's now, like you said, the Department of Facebook. And then yeah. they'll say like, oh, well, make your own Internet service provider. It's like, yeah, please, right. please get funding from the government. Yeah. Like particularly like. The personal example I know is uh, the governor, it's either the governor or the mayor of Nashville, one of the other ones in Tennessee. They're on the board of fucking Comcast. Yeah. And they pretty much make laws to make sure that Comcast is the only internet service provider in all of Nashville. Yeah. So it's like, go, go make your own ISP. It's like, I can you compete with the federal government, you know? <laughs> No, seriously, like, I, I, I found that out for the first time, like, when I when I got an apartment. I wasn't here. I was actually in Arizona. I'm not where I live now. But um, I was in Arizona, and I'm trying to get cable, and they're like, this is your cable guy. I'm like, what? They're like, oh, yeah, they, they, they paid so that this is the only option in this area. Like, they, they've all agreed with each other so that they, they get this much, they get this much, they get this much. But you all pay the same thing, and there's no competition. Like, yeah. Yeah. Market. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I don't, like, and I have, I have discussions with, like, uh, I remember one of my friends was, uh, we were talking about, um, I was talking to a uh, far left guy, mid-tier left guy, I don't know, the, uh, on one of these episodes, and he's arguing uh, and saying, so you think the answer is more capitalism to what the problems we have now? And, I'm, and I, just, I just keep saying, I'm like, listen, you got lemonade, okay? You put one drop of poison in there. They fucked up the whole lemonade. Like, you need the pure fucking capitalism or it gets fucked up. Like, when you change it a little bit, it's not the same thing anymore. So, yeah, my answer is more capitalism. I'd like a full glass of lemonade, not 99% of glass of lemonade. See, <laughs> see like, that's interesting as me being an anarchist. Yeah. Is, uh, the definition of capitalism is the government ensuring the free market. To really? I'm like, yeah. get the government out entirely. So, in a way, but obviously that word has 100 definitions. Yeah. So... I would be a market anarchist, which is what we call it. Markets, not capitalism. Okay. But it's essentially like the idea you have of capitalism is that. Yeah. Essentially. Like I, I'm very, like I said, I, I mean, this pandemic gave me some time to think, but I, I don't know. I got a MAGA hat lying around somewhere. I was just like, yeah, I like the red guy better. Cause the blue guys suck. Like, you know, I, I didn't have very thought out opinions up until like four years ago. I just, I, like con contradictory opinions really like people don't think about stuff they just see a couple news articles and they never have an opportunity one guy yelled at me 
I think during uh, what was it? It was that it was that whole argument over uh, the baking a cake or something. He yelled at me about something I was completely wrong at, and I'm like, I gotta go look at stuff. And just I think it's been since 2015. I've slowly been doing it, but uh, really this lockdown gave me full grasp of what's going on. I mean, they just slapped it in your face, you know? Yeah, the, the bake the cake argument is always fun, just because. Well, it made me think. So yeah. people are so hyperbolic around it. Exactly, and it's like stuff like that now. I couldn't even imagine like really getting hung up on because I can tell it's just meant to make people that way. Just make people argue about stuff that really doesn't matter. Yeah, it's minor micro shit, and I've kind of like started to coin the term of like the the current era that we're in is the post culture war because you notice really? during Trump, like all anyone fucking talked about was culture war shit. Yeah, everybody. Like, nobody was talking about Jillian Assange. Nobody was really talking about wars or, like, what the CIA was up to or, like... Because before Trump was, like, the era of Alex Jones and, like, you know, all the conspiracies and shit. And everybody was really hyper-tuned into all the awful shit our government was doing. Mm. And then Trump got elected, and we all bickered at each other for four years, and nobody talked about that shit anymore. But you're starting to see that come back really hard. And unlike before, there isn't a division between the left and right on it. Yeah. Like it's everybody being like, whoa, look at all this crazy shit going on with this vaccine of how like the FDA isn't allowed to look at it. And Palantir is like at the head of fucking running like the vaccine program and shit. It's like, whoa. <laughs> you know? Seriously. And I, and I learned about that from a leftist. It wasn't like a conservative, like conspiracy person at all. So it's like we're all kind of getting past this culture war bullshit and realizing that like. Yo, fucking Mr. Potato Head is not the crushing issue that's going to affect everyone's lives right mm. now. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like, you start hearing uh, dudes like Jimmy Dore and Dave Smith talk about the same exact problems that we're all having because they're the actual problems they're ha we're having, and they're focused on them. And you also see those guys get slandered more than anyone. Yeah. Yep. The closer you get to the source, the more you're fucking destroyed for it. Yeah. Which is why I think, I like, we get targeted so hard is because like i don't consider us particularly dangerous in terms of like our numbers and what we're trying to accomplish but we're not on the culture war bullshit we're directly anti-government and open to anybody who's anti-government and that are like nope shut it down <laughs> yeah how do you so um you mentioned uh, a few of the other groups in uh your speech um so how do you've been on the ground? How how are these groups actually treated? Like, what is the actual on the ground of what's happening in these things? Are they just showing like the best five seconds of like these horrible things, or is there kind of some chaos going on in the streets at at night? Like, obviously, it's, it's all fucking chaos. And the main thing the media doesn't cover is how there are no groups really. Yeah. Like, I always bring up that there's like six different BLM chapters in just Michigan, and yeah. two of them fucking hate each other. Exactly. And then there's like there's chapters of John Brown Gun Club that would get into fistfights if they were in the same place with each other. But if you look to the media, it's like anti-fascist, BLM, Proud Boys, yeah. and then like three percenters. It's like not really like there's way more dividing lines and like individual action and people doing different things in different ways. But they try to smear everybody with the same brush and make it really simple. Yeah, like, and, and it, it just appeals to, like, dividing people who are in the divided mindset, you know? Like, yet again, my buddy that I was just talking to earlier, like, I, I, I couldn't get through, like, two seconds. He, the second you say Black Lives Matter, he's like, oh, I know those guys, they're bad. Like, he's immediately queued up and right. can't hear anything else you're saying. 
Yeah, I know. And it, it's, it's just not going on the ground and actually seeing what's going on. Mm. And I, I hate the conspiracies around all of it because it's like all the boogaloos are secret white supremacists. And it's like, you think all these people are that organized, that like untuned in to this grand conspiracy yeah. or like every single college kid that goes up to their dorm and makes a BLM sign and goes out on the street is like some rabid George Soros paid communist or some shit. Yeah. Like shut up. Like people are people. People are fucking complicated. Yeah, and that's what I was that's what I was trying to explain with uh, you were at the I think recently the Brianna Taylor, Duncan Lemp, uh what, uh what was that? Uh I don't actually know where you were. Here I just memorial. It was it was a memorial, thank you. Um yeah. Yes, it was uh but you were um yeah, you posted that video of you uh someone was interviewing you and somebody walks by who I mean uh you know, uh I don't know I don't know. I don't know. They thanked you for like that, and like they're they obviously like they're not a boogaloo boy, but they see like and they appreciate what you're doing, you know? Yeah, I mean that event was crazy because it was us and FAC, Black Panthers, John Brown Gun Club, yeah. and we were doing armed security for a BLM Breonna Taylor event that was put on by Linda Sarsour, yeah, which is the founders of the Women's March, March. So it's like. That's a whole lot of groups you wouldn't expect yeah. to be cool with each other, but we're all super cool with each other. I think they hate you guys the most, though, because that that uh, the security you provide is really what keeps everything from falling into chaos in the first place. Especially the police. Yeah. The police are a fucking hate voter for us, more than any other group. Yeah. No, I don't, don't doubt like it. like that we have better and bigger guns than them. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Oh, shit. All right, what else I got here? Uh, so, uh, another thing I want to talk about. So, yeah, you were at that memorial. Uh, Oh, like even I'm seeing it like in mainstream places where like you say you got beef or probably most prod boys would have beef with Boogaloo boys. I, I wouldn't doubt it. Like just seeing what their different views are. Uh, I could picture it. Uh, I yeah, mean, they're very pro police and pro government. We're very anti government, anti police. Yeah, it's a lot more authoritarian in the movement. Yeah, they're, uh, yeah, it's definitely is. But uh, hey, you got something like South Park, which I know they have to cover a lot of things. But did you see that that? pandemic part two or whatever yeah did you notice they have the proud boogaloo yeah. what else was it, it was uh oh and a QAnon guy it was a proud boogaloo QAnon guy all like yeah. those was two of them too like they had options they had like 12 guys but they made all the boogaloo boys QAnon plus yep uh, you know and personally i think QAnon i mean it's an op yeah thank you it's an op yeah it feels it's, like it's an op pro it's proof it's proven an op because uh I'll have to send it over sometime. Uh, the people at Slow News Day, they broke it down for me along with, uh, I'm blanking on her name, but a really great researcher out of South America. The first people that started talking about it were ex-CIA people. Like it literally came out of like a program. Yeah, no, I don't doubt it. It was a fucking op. I mean, uh, from the only thing I, he I heard about it, um, it sounded like it might have had, like, you know, just one guy on the internet posting stuff, like some loon, but then it was co-opted by them, it sounded like. But uh, that, that was the story. I don't know. That was the story I heard. I listened to, like, a little documentary yeah, they, piece they on it. it down pretty well. Of, yeah. Like, some of the first people that were posting or sharing QAnon stuff ended up having, like, being exposed to have links to the CIA and shit. Okay. Yeah, and the source I went to was not a, I wouldn't call him a trusted source. It was pretty mainstream. But uh, it... Uh, it still had a decent breakdown. I don't know. They had a theory on who the original Q guy is, but, you know, whatever. It's all probably distraction because, like you say, they have a totally different story. <laughs> don't worry. Uh, just two days ago, Law & Order SEVU 
released a new episode talking about the main person they were going after was a boogaloo boy who was blowing up police cars. What? BLM protesters. Yeah. They're just making shit up. Like, hey, do you do you know anything about that? Well, the worst thing I have ever heard from uh, like the out of all the boogaloo thing, the one thing that people can point at, they say that there was some guy who grabbed two cops in a van or something similar to that. Do you know anything about that situation? Yeah, there's Stephen Carrillo. The he was a guy in California. He was an ex. Well, no, sorry, current active duty Air Force sergeant. Yep. That just flew off the handle one day and killed two cops. And they just threw the title on him. Like this is no one you've ever. Do you well, communicate? Well, no. like, I don't know. Well, yeah. but he wrote on the police cruiser in blood, boob. Oh, he did? Yeah. Okay. Which, again, like, yeah. I'll own that, but at the end of the day, it was exactly one guy. Yeah, like, exactly. Like a movement of, like, 10,000-plus people across the entire country, and one dude flew off the fucking handle. Yeah. And if you want to apply that scale to, like, BLM, you had the guy in Houston that killed five cops. Yeah. Or you had the Bernie Sanders dude who shot the fucking Republican baseball game up. See, and I get torn with that. Like, it seems like the media supports Black Lives Matters. All all that happens, but like you said, there's nine chapters, so it doesn't really even have anything to do with a certain group. This is one guy again with like the dude in Texas. But they support they support the organization, but the activists hate the organization and they hate the media. Okay. Like a lot of people forget that CNN headquarters in Atlanta got surrounded by BLM protesters and they were like breaking in and trying to burn the fucking building to the ground. I didn't and forget. The CNN reporters like, we're on your side. <laughs> yeah, from inside. Just all, I'm like, please stop. It's like, no, they hate you too. Yeah. And they hate the, they hate the national organization because they got all that money and just donated it to the DNC. Yeah. And the, the main reason, like I always pose this question to people and it blows people's fucking minds. Over this entire year, when you watch any mainstream news coverage, did you ever see them actually talk to an organizer? Um, no. You usually see them standing with a crowd behind them, and they're like, this is what's going on, and then, like, they leave. Yeah, and half the time, half the time there's videos of them getting interrupted and people, like, butting in and saying something they don't even want. <laughs> yeah, and the main reason for that, I'll bring up Louisville at the Breonna Taylor event, one of the main organizers went on like an eight minute rant saying like never vote for the fucking democrats again don't ever vote for these motherfuckers they're traitors and liars yeah like cnn will never film that you know no, <laughs> no they won't i mean they you know they've obviously got their agenda but um yep. they'll only show what's convenient no, I know, they won't talk about brianna taylor they'll talk about george floyd all day but they'll stop bringing her up completely yeah that's uh I'm torn on that uh, that George Floyd that uh, where that's gonna turn out. I, I I can't picture where that case is going. I mean, and I'm torn between. Uh, additionally, the way I see it, I think the system needs to be more reflected upon. And I think currently the way everything was written in that town, it sounds like this is one of those situations. Any other time, if it wasn't a national news story, this is where the cop would have just got off, and you would never heard about it again. But uh, I it's a, it, yeah. a lot of cities are just shitholes like that and i mean events like that happen every day and that's what i'm saying pick yeah. Them up. And, and, yeah and and i'm saying i i would almost rather see this guy get off because it has so much national attention so that people realize this happens all the time and that is actually how they handle it because but it doesn't seem to be going that way it feels like like his boss just threw him under the bus a couple days ago and i was like oh boy what i tell people is they'll sacrifice a thousand Derek chavins yep to avoid actually addressing the problem which yeah. is why the media is so focused on it but at the same time like i don't think it matters how that court trial goes people are just looking for an excuse like they're like yeah. people want to fuck shit up right now 
Yeah, I know. And whether he walks free or he gets fucking murder or anything in between, people are still going to fuck shit up. You think it's still going to go? Even if if they completely throw him hardest sentence ever, you think they'll still go? Yeah. Yep. Because I I don't think it has anything to do with fucking Shavin. Yeah. I think people are mad at the system, are done with the system, and they're just, they're ready to go. They're looking for a, like a detonator almost, like a pop-off point, right? And I think if that one doesn't show up, like, well, I And that guy's most likely going to walk. Yeah, no, it looks like it. I called it from the fucking, like, one month out. I was posting on Facebook when I saw it on Facebook that he was going to walk. Yep. I've heard several arguments behind it. Uh, Mark Garagos and um, I can't think of the guy's name. The podcast is uh, Law of Self-Defense, I think it is. But, I mean, they break down the two the side on that of how this guy's going to walk and how they see no way that he isn't going to. Well, except for the, the you really can't call the case because the thing is his boss, or not his boss, uh, someone way higher up in the police station who, as the lawyers have said, doesn't probably have a lot of on-the-ground um, knowledge of, like, the day-to-day policing, like like what Derek Chauvin does. He probably wasn't out there that long. But this guy is kind of their expert and it's throwing him under the bus. He's like, and, and it's very vague how he does it, too, because he essentially, kind of what he's saying is almost like, uh, oh, we don't do that anymore. We change the rules. Like, it's not even like that was cool then. It's like, it's bad now, so he's bad. No, it's like you're a fucking liar. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, you're a total fucking liar. And it's, it's crazy to me. Because they've guaranteed that this is going to happen. Yeah. Like, the way the media has covered it and the way that both the defense and the prosecution have handled this, how they've handled every single step of the fucking trial, how they delayed the trial, how they gave him police fucking protection for, like, a year. Like, all of that. Just guaranteed that no matter how you feel about it, how you think whether you should walk or whether he should get the fucking highest sentence ever, whatever, it's not going to go good. Yeah. No, they've they've hyped it up too much to like. There's almost no outcome that could calm things down. And you know what? Maybe maybe things don't even need to be calmed down because things are bad right now. And I think the anger's justified. So yeah, I mean that's where I'm at. Like yeah. obviously, I have ways I would hope it would go. I do not even running around in all the positions I hold and everything. I don't protect fucking you know private businesses being burned down that shit pisses me off yeah absolutely attacking random people the people that get caught up in it i still oppose all of that yeah but yeah something's got to give 100 percent. like the main thing especially on the left they're like fucking irate like i don't know if you saw today but the biden administration announced that they're going to finish trump's border wall (laughs) i didn't see that oh my Yep. the fucking left is livid i'm sorry i need need a real quick just a (laughs) <laughs> fucking, like i can't even believe that yeah it's ridiculous. wow that's fun like, i didn't see it's that like today. game over man yeah like, man i mean they really orchestrated that failure though could <laughs> have finished the wall oh and then the like the whole you know the border crisis and everything that's going on with ice has only gotten fucking worse yeah and the wars have only gotten fucking worse yeah so it's like we had this weird four-year drug bender with Donald Trump where everything was weird, and now we're just, like, full steam ahead for international tyranny again. Yeah. No. But And then meanwhile, with the uh, m- most of the sheep at home just hearing the message of everything's calm again, return to normal. <laughs> I, I get it all the time. Like, it blows my mind where people are like, why are you out there with rifles? It's like, 
Because I'm getting shot at. Because I'm getting shot. Like, fucking people are shooting at me, dude. Like, what the fuck you mean? Yeah. The cops are the cops are shooting people point blank range with fucking tear gas rounds and blowing their nose out. Yeah. They had the uh, uh, infamously in Seattle where they shot that the guy's kid. eye. Yeah, that was fucking. Yeah, shot nuts. that kid in the fucking face and almost killed him because he was holding a boombox up. <sighs> they, he yelled "fuck you" at them, so he shot him with a fucking forty mil right in the face with a rubber bullet. I forget what state it was. Uh, you see that law they're trying to pass where you can't disrespect a cop? Louisville. It was Louis? Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking Kentucky. They're, oh, trying to make it a, they're trying to make a misdemeanor to insult a police officer and a felony to commit a van. I just can't, like, I get I get where, like, some of those thin blue line waving flags do go in their head. Like, they know a cop. They love a cop. They're like, you save us from bad guys. But how do you, like, how can you get to that point where they're like, yeah, the Gestapo gets to assault you if you say their name. Like, I don't know how you could be thin blue line after the fucking lockdowns. Period. I I don't get it at all. And you know what drives me more nuts is uh, well, it's usually just solid yellow, but that one behind you, and uh, the thin blue line right next to it. I I don't see the I don't. Uh, what mindset is that? Or in the Trump flag behind it. <laughs> it fucking drives me insane. Yeah. I like that one better than the yellow one at this point. Honestly, I think it's more to the point. Yeah. Like, there's a little bit of separation we need between uh, those those solid yellow guys. Like, I mean, me personally, I'm a, where is it? I got the, yeah, I like this one right here. Is it the no step on snack one? Oh, yeah, but with the with the black, though. The black's oh, yeah, important. Yeah. A little bit of anarchy up in there. I, 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 like, I just shared <laughs> one earlier where it was like, don't tread on me flag. It's like, guy probably has a pistol and a rifle at home in a case. And then there's the no step on snack one. Yeah. And it's like homemade machine guns and pipe bombs that are kind of fucking eyeballed because they made them when you were blacked out drunk. This <laughs> is <laughs> pretty much the difference. <laughs> oh, shit. But I like the other one. Uh, they don't sell them, but I want to start making them where it's uh, the don't tread on me flag and mm -hmm. it's yellow and red and it's yellow and red because it says uh, under no pretext shall we be treaded upon and under no pretext is the Karl Marx quote. Where it, uh, the exact quote is, under no pretext should arms and ammunition be surrendered from the workers. Any attempt to do so should be resisted with force. So it's a left to right movement flag. I got it. Yeah. The yellow and red. I like it's it. Like, I like it. It's like, I'd put no a, matter what, like you won't fuck with us. I put a little <laughs> black stripe between the two, though. Just, just remind them. Just don't forget that anarchy. I sent you the <laughs> Unity Coalition logo, right? Um. I no, I don't think like you have. Right now. I can do that right now on Twitter. You Absolutely. It's right up your alley. Yeah, I'll probably like love it. Um, let me see. I'm trying to bring open your page right now because uh, there's something in you. your bio. All right, DMs. Check it out right here. Okay. Oh, that's dope. Come together. The kind of agorist gray, black, and then uh, yellow, black, red, unity. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Got the boogaloo igloo and then the anarcho-communist and the anarcho-capitalist with the agoras flag in the back. That is, uh, yeah, that's to the that's point. <laughs> I like it. Um, let me see, because there was something. I wanted to get the exact phrasing from your profile, but uh, what was it? It was a uh, radical decentralist. Okay, I, yes. I've gotten involved in, um, what's that? Uh, what are they called? The, uh, yeah, radical anti-centrism. <laughs> yeah, radical yeah. anti-centrism. Yeah, I, I don't know why decentralized. I, I couldn't think of anti for some reason. But uh, yeah, uh, what's that? That you talking J Reg kind of kind of well, stuff? Just talking like constant secession. Yeah. Like I don't. I do not believe 
that any country should be as large as our country or China or anywhere else. I don't think you can respect people's rights and have a functional fucking government yeah. when it expands an entire continent. Exactly. So I'm all about, like, every single state is a country. Hell, some counties be countries. Some cities be countries. Absolutely. I I'm mean, all about just chopping it down to smaller and smaller chunks. Like, even, like, I mean, you look at a lot of the European countries about the size of some of our states, and they even have their own problems. So, yeah, the smaller the better. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of those countries, even though they have laws that would cause someone like me and you to have a fucking heart attack, they're usually more peaceful just for the fact that like half the country are neighbors you know like exactly. if they want to drive and yell at their prime minister that's like a two-hour drive where i have to get in like on a plane to go to washington dc to maybe get close enough to the capital to not get shot by a national guard member <laughs> to yell at my fucking elected representative oh man don't you love that that uh that's that's permanently been wiped from the record you can't protest at the capitol anymore that's just Pretty out much. that's not an option got rid Pretty of that much. They have a giant fucking wall around the entire lawn. And walls don't work, so. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then, like, they have National Guard just wandering the street. Because I was there, yeah. like, a week after Louisville. And they're just hanging out in Rite Aid. They're in the park. This yeah. National Guard just wandering around. It's like, yeah. well, this isn't fucking North Korea vibes at all. Seriously, I was watching some guy walk down the street just filming the fence, and they're just like, you have to get off this side of the sidewalk. You can't even be this close to the fence. Like, this, you just yep. lost a sidewalk. That's that's You paid for it with your taxes, and it's, uh, it's government property again. And for what? <laughs> for, for fucking goobs that you guys let into the building? Yeah. Serious. Oh, seriously, I saw that side video. That That's insane. And I, I hear, uh, like, especially... Uh, what, what do they call him? Uh, the Viking Q or whatever he is. That that yeah, guy. His mom's gone on about that all the time on that one video where it shows them being let in. And I just wish I don't. I don't know why they like try to like I don't know fuck with you. They show the second the doors open. I would love to see which side. Like because there's arguments now. Like oh they pulled it open, but it starts right when it's opening wide. Yeah, like half the building people just walked in peacefully, and the other side they're beating the shit out of cops. So who the fuck knows? Yeah, it's it's hard to say. And like the guy, they they've been screaming like the two. The two biggest thing they said they found pipe bombs in there. I don't have an explanation for that one, but the the quick cuffs, the quick cuffs guy, right? They try to make it out to be so affairs. He was leaving the building and found them on the ground, and he just took them because he's a dumbass kid. And that person behind him is his mom. <laughs> yeah. That Seriously. Came out. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know so that. It was, a, it was a mother son combo. Yeah. And they try to make it sound like it's the most insane thing. Where like like I remember I was just talking to. You know, two people who've only probably got it off uh, news, but they're just like, well, what do you think they were trying to do? One guy had handcuffs. And then I come to find that two days later, and I'm like, I was saying even that day, I'm like, I bet you it's a different story than they made it out to be because it just always ends up being that way. Just I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm, uh, maybe my view's tainted from being right a few too many times, but, yeah, it seems to work out that way. Yeah, it was just a mess. Yeah. And we'll probably never understand what fucking happened there because there's so many lies. There's so many contradictory opinions. There's so many groups there. Like, you know, they arrested that one fucking BLM organizer from Minnesota or whatever that was running around with a CNN reporter and shit. Like, there's just so many weird sto you know, details in that event that we'll never understand what the fuck happened. No. And, and you only... It's chaos. And it's, it's, it's got to be controlled at a certain point because, like, even that video that came out, you know, like I'm saying, it's just where it starts, where it ends. It's just too fucking convenient. And it's, it's just left to, like, make questions. And the, what, the Ashley Babbitt shooting is, like, super surreal. The what? When you watch that video. Ashley Babbitt, the girl that was shot and killed inside the Capitol. 
Oh, okay. Um, I haven't actually seen the video. Yeah. Oh, so like, she's climbing through the window of a door, and on the other side of the door is Secret Service, and one of them steps out and shoots her. But like, immediately behind her to her left, there's two plainclothes officers. And then down the staircase, like three feet behind her, are three like full tack gear rifle cops. And then the crowd is just all around all of them. So it's like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, that's really. Nobody's weird. fighting. Like the cops are just intermingling in the crowd, but like windows are getting broken. And then like people are fucking shooting at each other. So it's like kind of slow motion. Like somebody is smashing the windows up in the front and then everybody's kind of talking. Like you could see it was. It was weird. It was like there's some people are just walking around, like you're saying, just talking. And then meanwhile, though, there's other people like breaking windows. And there's just so much. You're people never going to get a full. Cops. Yeah, there's people taking selfies with cops and the cops doing nothing. And then cops on the other side of a door see a window get smashed, have no idea what's going on out there, start firing back. It's like, yeah. it's, yeah, it, it, even in there, like, that, like, even, I don't, I don't even know how to, like, think of that. Like, it's, it's just crazy. It's just chaos. You'll never get the full story. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel. That's why I call it the clown fiesta. I don't yeah. call it the insurrection or the riot or anything. It was a fucking clown fiesta. I like it. All you right. had a dude. It's my favorite meme of probably all time where it's like lockdown day 23. And it's like, I made banana bread today. And it's like lockdown day 212. It appears that a man dressed as a Viking now controls the U.S. government. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, what the fuck? Oh, man. <laughs> uh, so another, uh, another weird thing going on now. Um, these Vax passports. I bet you got some strong feelings on these. Oh yeah, fuck that. Never. Yeah, it's uh, like seriously, just because somebody doesn't want to get the vaccine, you're now gonna permanently like make them like an underclass. Like they they're not gonna be able to fly. They're not gonna be able to really travel, go to certain and places. Whole, people people are making bullshit about it. Of like, oh well, it's private companies. It's like no, the government's leaning on them and like leveraging tax breaks, leveraging their ability to even open. Hmm. Like no, it's not the private companies at all. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, it's just McDonald's saying that if you want to come in and eat at McDonald's, then you need this. It's like, no, the government's telling McDonald's they can't open up unless they have fucking vaccine passports. Yeah, and that's not happening in every country. And those same companies that are multinational corporations aren't doing that in every country. So you can tell the pressure comes from elsewhere. Like um, Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola recently has taken a hard stance on this Georgia voting law. Um, feel about whatever way. I haven't uh, finished uh, investigating it fully. Um, I have no idea what the fuck is going on with Georgia. Yeah, I don't really, I don't know the full story on that. But what I do know is that Coca-Cola does have an opinion. And Coca-Cola thinks it's just what Jim, or Jim Biden, Joe Biden is saying about it and calling it Jim Crow on steroids. And Coca-Cola agrees that this is a huge offense. Meanwhile, they still sell Coca-Cola in China, which currently has, you know, a Uyghur Muslim genocide. Yeah. So. I don't buy anything they say. It's. You know, again, it's fascism. It's government and corporations working in unison. Yeah. There's no free market, and at the same time, we don't have an actual democracy. We have a weird corporatetic fucking bullshit. Yeah. So with this, uh, with this, what did you, what did you call it? Your movement and the flag you sent me. The Unity Coalition. The Unity Coalition. Okay. So with this Unity Coalition, you're trying to get people from uh, all different sides to kind of work together and find some common ground on what they want the changes to be in this country, and they're the same people who should have something in common because they're smeared the same way, smeared by the people who maintain the status quo currently. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, you know, anti-fascist, BLM people, even some 3%er folks, mm -hmm. you know, Boogaloo boys, like, 
we don't care what your label is or what you call yourself. We we care what you want to do and the character and what you're trying to accomplish. And if it's anti-government and it's not, you know, bigoted or fucking anything like overtly racist or sexist or anything like that. I mean, like, not like what Twitter thinks that is. Which, but like yeah. legitimate, you know, then you're welcome. Yeah, which is why you have beef with the Proud Boys. I get it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even, even then, it's like nothing to do with like the proud boys politics particularly mm. it's just it's certain the ones fact that they show like for the most part they just show up to events to get into fist fights yeah there's there's like a lot of testosterone in that group they're they're really uh they're they're hyped up they're pretty angry <laughs> and our whole thing is like preventing violence at events and then you have a group of people that their sole reason of ever going out is to get into fist fights with antifa yeah exactly so like, yeah yeah we, we were antagonistic with them in the beginning. Antifa? We just gotten so, no, no uh, Proud Boys. Okay. We Sorry. were antagonistic with them in the beginning, but we just end up getting in so many fucking fist fights with them and shit that we're like, all right. Like, yeah. we, the door was open to y'all just as much as anybody else, and you proved what you were about. Yeah. So, like, uh, my friend Nate got jumped in fucking Washington, D.C. for having a BLM patch on his plate carrier. Yeah. Three dudes jump them and beat the shit out of them in the middle of the street. There's no place for that. Like seriously, like they try to make they try to make BLM out to be that, and meanwhile, Proud Boys will do the same thing. And I mean, there are groups of anti-fascists and BLM protesters will that will do that shit. I don't fuck with them either. Yeah. I only will run with like intelligent, loving, productive people. And if there's idiots and cowboys in every single group, and I'm not gonna work with them, but yeah. I'm also not gonna not going to work with a group just because there are some cowboys that identify as that yeah no and i really i i mean a lot of people don't get it i think that comes down to some of the core of that don't tread on me it's 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 not a threat it's uh we're not looking for violence if you bring it to the table i mean we're gonna push back but just chill bro <laughs> like, i'm also just like hyper libertarian in the sense that i'm a radical individualist yeah like i will not participate in collectivism at all like if I treat individuals as individuals. I don't care if they're a BLM protester or an anti-fascist person or a fucking proud boy or anything. I'm going to engage with you as an individual one-on-one. -on -one. And then I'm going to decide from there if this is someone I could work with, is someone I don't want to work with, but they're okay. Or is this somebody I'm going to end up getting a fist fight with? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's, it's so funny to me when people on the right that call themselves individualists, and we'll see someone with a BLM shirt and immediately just like make up a bunch of shit about them just because of the colors they're flying. Yep. And that's like that's that's more communist than the shit you're calling communists. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know? Yep. No, that's seriously, it's it's ridiculous. I mean, people are just they just take what's given to them. They just take what the news feeds them and they develop their opinions. And half the time they don't even realize. Like like I get frustrated sometimes when I argue with. Uh, more conservative-minded people, mostly. Um, some less informed liberal people, like hardcore lefties, I actually get along with, like, super well. They they read all their shit. Like, we're just on the same page. Like, we're like, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, that sucks. We're like, and you want to do this with the economics? Eh, I don't. Okay, and that's it. Like, but, um, yeah, but they get the injustice. like, 90% fucking economics and everything else are, like, all agree upon. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, like, I get in disagreements with, like, certain people and um, I I just don't get it. It's it's just like I, I don't know what I don't know what realm they're operating in because I, I don't know how I can find somebody on like such far of the extreme, and then somebody who's should be closer to me but's like slightly off has way more to argue with me against. 
Like, it, it blows my mind. Statism, I don't know. Statism is a hell of a drug. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. It just, it's, uh, yeah, it, re it really is. It's just like, I, I, it almost seems like the more extreme you've gone, the more you've actually looked into what you're talking about. And so you understand the opposite side, and it almost humanizes them in a sense because they're not bad people. They just think differently than you. Right. And people in the it's center... Like when things are so yeah. bad like they are now, I do not consider extremists to be a slur. Yeah. Like being like an establishment person or like a centrist now is more horrifying to me because it's like, okay, you're just cool with bombing overseas for my entire natural fucking born life. Yeah. That's okay. Call me an extremist if I think that's wrong. I know. That guy, uh, Greg Gavari, says that. He, he essentially... Being a centrist right now means you're okay with the way things are. And if you're okay with the way things are... You're a little fucked up. Yeah, way more than me. <laughs> yeah. Like, I want peace. I want love. I want people to be left alone. I want my friends to stop getting killed by fucking cops. Whoa, That's too much. Like, Radical, extreme, insane. Right. Insane. Top 10 most dangerous people. Oh, my God. Have you, is that, somebody actually, like, hand you that label, or is that just something? <laughs> oh, no, there's a legitimate Wired article. Yeah, I noticed she references right twice, so that's why I thought of it. Yeah, I'm like, this is coming from somewhere. Yeah, forward be that. Wow, Wired's hitting you. You know what? I think actually that QAnon thing was somehow a trickle down of Wired. So the th the place I got my info on, so it makes sense. Yeah, right here. Oh, that was the wrong one. Most dangerous people on the internet in 2020, and it has my big smiling face in between Donald Trump and Mark Zuckerberg. Oh my God! Wait. I just it to you. Wait, you're in between those two? Yep. <laughs> they put me between Mark Zuckerberg and Donald Trump. What a compliment. <laughs> I know, right? I'm fucking flattered. I know. I just, I, I feel like I'm being blessed by royalty my, now. This is impressive. Yeah, in my 500 square foot apartment, being compared to millionaires and tech giants and the fucking president of the United States. <laughs> oh, my God. That's, wow. That really. Yeah, I just, I just sent that to you, your DM. You got to see the picture. because right, I'll take so a puke real hard. quick. Oh, shoot. Open it easier this way. All right. <laughs> Jesus, just hovering back. Who else? Who else made this? Who's those other guys? That's my friend Andrew and my friend Profane. Oh, so those—that's actually from an original picture, the three of you. Yeah. And then they just put you behind Donald Trump, Zuckerberg, and I don't you actually can recognize see their this horrible like Photoshop crop job. If you look around us, like, yeah, I know the trim. Even <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's you're like uh you're about as cut out as like a PlayStation One character. You're like geometrical. Right? I got the Laura Croft titties. <laughs> oh shit. Um all right. So I'll tell you what, I'm gonna be uh I'm gonna be respectful of your time here. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave you with one last question. All right. What's the top three injustices in America right now? There's tons of them, but what are the three biggest things happening to us right now that need change? Uh policing. Uh, I mean, do you talking domestically or just what America's doing? Uh Every, you know, what, take it as you will. <laughs> okay, the, the entire police state from the NSA down to the average B cop, mm -hmm. that's the big one. Uh, how we essentially buy our lifestyles off the corpses of a million children all across the fucking world constantly, and we're expected to be okay with that. And then definitely just the whole upward transfer of wealth that's gone on during COVID is mm. so under talked about largest upward transfer of wealth in human fucking history. No. They just wiped out small business owners like me and just pumped billions of dollars into these fucking banks and fucking corporations. And yeah. the fact that there wasn't like, if there wasn't COVID, I think 
people probably would have burned the fucking country down. Because the fear of COVID has so many, pe many people paralyzed right now. And as soon as that lets up, which is why I think they're holding on so desperately to it, people are going to be back out in normal life and talking and not worried about it anymore. And then something awful is going to happen. And the pitchforks and the torches are going to come out in a way. So imagine just like a lot of the people that were rioting and shit during like the last year were afraid of COVID, hmm. but they were so mad that they came out anyways and we're still getting to fist fights with cops and yeah. getting pepper sprayed and shit. So imagine that next year with no COVID. Yeah. Or this summer even. It's like ooh. Yeah. I I I don't I don't get it. Yeah, it's 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 really yeah, people are getting more ramped up. I noticed like I think it was know, three months ago or something, we were just having a discussion about COVID and uh two of my neighbors, they're um you just average CNN, yeah, very normies, yeah, Democrat voter, just from Massachusetts, her friend said, like, one time we were having a conversation about Trump, and she said, we don't like Trump, but we were the only two people in the room, and I was like, who are you talking about? It's like, you you need your friend's approval here at all times, like, yeah, so some normie shit, but I mean, you know, it's they're good people, but um, she's talking about, like, all of a sudden, like, she sees us sending vaccines to other countries, we don't have enough, and, and she's like, hey, like, America, like, she started sounding like Nick Fuentes one day. I was like, yo! <laughs> Holy fuck. Get all America first and shit. Yeah, she got, she got real angry, and I was like, Jesus. Yeah, I, I made fair. a joke, too. I was like, someone's a Nazi. I was just like... Yeah, I was say, to be fair, the Democrat shit. to actual neo-Nazi pipeline is pretty crazy. Like, yeah. like, Fuentes and a lot of those people come out of Northern California. Yeah. Like, a lot of them are Silicon Valley types. So you get either Mark Zuckerberg or a neo-Nazi. Oh well, I mean it's the most extremes. I mean when you when you're that's where you're gonna get the most is when you're forced into like like Zuckerberg's obviously running the block. It's the public opinion. You'll become a Fuentes quicker because you know just the adversity. Like it's right. just like getting your ass kicked every day and get better at arguments. And you know most of the people don't really give a shit. It's just like like seriously, I always say if your if your opinions were the same color as your state from day one you thought about nothing you just took yeah. what was handed to you like you've never questioned anything ever no no you really haven't it's just been <laughs> like I'll, I'll always yeah. point out the uh, woman from new hampshire trans mm -hmm. ran on uh defund the police was a satanist yep and ran under the republican party ticket and won yep and all these fucking boomers are like freaking out being like this isn't what we voted for yeah we cut like, we covered her on the yes, show like bitch yes you did <laughs> you walked in there fucking blind and you checked your fucking r box and went home did uh that's what, that's what you fucking deserved i'm not i'm not incorrect she was she was one of those people that got arrested recently in the free state project did that just happen i heard oh, something I a couple people got arrested in the free state project for uh some Bitcoin laundering thing, then it sounded very similar to her name if it wasn't. I, I might be spreading misinformation. This is something we're going to talk about tomorrow. This is actually my co-host story. So I might be fucking up. I know some free staters. Bitcoin? What? How can you launder Bitcoin? I, I don't know the story, actually. This was government fucking security. Yeah, no, it was, it was so, like, they weren't reporting taxes on it or something. I don't, I don't know exactly. They did something to piss somebody off. I don't really know the story. I'm talking out my ass right now. Right. I had a two-minute conversation with my co-host about this thing, but... He brought it up. I was like, that name sounds familiar. And he's like, I'm pretty sure it's that that officer you're talking about. And um or that sheriff you're talking about. But uh yeah, yeah I, I don't know. That's I might I probably shouldn't talk about things I don't have any understanding of. <laughs> hey, hey. 
Yeah, you might hear that tomorrow. That's tomorrow's episode. I'll uh, I'll clarify. I'll check that out because I'm interested on that. That's a fucking weird. Yeah, we're uh, we're all right. I'm uh, you know, we're just getting started. You know, I wouldn't call us like we're not experts on the show, man. I am really like I just said. Just I am either. Yeah, I'm just getting into I'm just it. I'm talking with a rifle. That's why. That's why I think this show is so much more productive. Like right now on the on that other show, it's like a couple people agree and we're like, yeah, 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 and that's stupid. Yeah, like, but like I like talking to other people. Like um. One of my friends, uh, he started. He was one of the people who was part of Chaz. Like he helped. Yeah. He helped set up the PA system for their nice. little speeches or whatever. But um, I know a lot of people that were involved with it. Yeah, exactly. So, but I mean, I talked to him, and he sees the complete opposite of me. But I, I sit there and I want to hear from him. Or and like I talked to like Hoteps. I talked to like you know. Uh, I recently had a conversation with another guy who's like a Christian libertarian who, and he's upset about sex work. And I like you know then um we got. I, just a bunch of different voices. I just want to hear other people's ideas. There's so much going on in the country right now. And, because there's yeah. so many factions and you only hear from two. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's the thing is, that guy who I had the conversation on sex work with, we're marked as the same. You two, you're in our group. We're just that, we're that yellow square or that purple square or whatever the fuck it is. Like, we're, right. we're that, that corner. That's us. We're, we're all that. We don't think exactly the same. I mean, I, I probably have a lot more in common with you, actually. I, I, I haven't heard a bad idea out of you yet, I gotta be honest. But I, um... You know, I'm I'm still not all the way caught up. I don't know everything you know, and uh, you know, give me some time. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll find out your. Uh, I'm learning new yeah. shit every day and blowing my mind every day. Like uh, I've only done, I think around episode six of my own podcast. Oh, like, uh, plug been, it, plug it here. Oh, yeah, it's the United Voluntary Action Podcast. It's me, a Rose City anti-fascist, and a BLM organizer, and we run a podcast together, which Hell is very yeah. interesting. But, uh, and then next week I'm launching like my own own podcast where it's just exactly what we're doing here. Like I'm just going to bring people on and we're just going to bullshit to where the UVA is more like, this is the topic for this week. Mm. We're talking about exclusively this this week where I want something a little more freeform and bullshitty. So, yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's a, that sounds like fun, man. I'm, I'm definitely going to check it out. Yeah. I've, uh, I've thought about doing that actually with my, uh, my political show. We need to do more deep dives because right now we are just like, what happened the last two weeks? And there's so much that it feels like we're like, and uh, the Georgia bill. Well, that's crazy. All right, next. Like, yeah, actually getting into issues is, is difficult. Yeah, this is actually perfect because I said I had an hour and we're like exactly at an hour. Yep. So sweet. <laughs> well, all right. all right. You did say an hour, so I'm going to try to wrap it up right here. All right. Thank you for tuning in. This is this week's Trash Talks. Thanks for being on, Magnus. You've been a great guest. Welcome anytime, honestly. Absolutely. Appreciate it, family. Check out all his shows. He is on Twitter as... Uh, it's just at Magnus Panvidia. Real simple. Yeah, at Magnus Panvidia. Yeah, it's probably a pretty uh, uncommon name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like three names put together, so... Yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah. Check him out. Uh, he, uh... Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's been I'm a great episode. I never know what to do. I'm just like, uh, bye. Yeah, pretty much. Well, there you go. Uh, bye.